Hey, Cam, would you like to give me a big old smooch? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, and then after that, would you like to suck on my tongue? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, just a call, just a little tongue sucking between buddies, you know. Yeah, I can. T- and you, you know, know what? That's fine because both of us are of tongue sucking age. We are, and yep. I agreed to do it. Um, but also, the thing is, I could tell just based on not only the request but the timing and the way you said it that you're just goofing. And yeah. I, I think that if you ask somebody to suck your tongue in jest um then kind of all bets are off whatever you know it's fine yeah maybe not be in some sort of like paramount position of power over that individual that you ask maybe i feel like that would be a decent idea i guess maybe if they were a kid that'd be a little fucked up yeah that'd be super assuming that it's another consenting adult you know oh but yeah if you're like i don't know say like the leader of some religion and um, you ask like a, a child adherent, maybe that would be a little weird. Yeah, but I, that's I I don't think that would happen. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. No. Yeah, here at the Left Unread podcast, which is the podcast that you are listening to, my me Evan and my co-host Cam, we both say that would never happen. Yeah, that's zero percent chance of that. Um, and if it did, it would be uncool. But again, we're just dealing in hypotheticals. But it wouldn't happen. So you know what? We can start the show with a clear conscience. Yeah, here as we record on on April tenth, twenty twenty two, for a year. This is our time capsule episode, <laughs> which will uh, be coming out in a year's time, and we're saying full throated, no world religious leader will ask any minor to suck their tongue uh, in the next year. All right, well, let's kick it ahead to future Kevin Evan. lie yeah <laughs> yeah we really we we really gosh you know on that one uh, we've been we've been trying to aim for this sort of like latter-day nostradamus thing yeah which i hope has translated in the 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 content and tone of our show um <coughs> yeah and unfortunately it looks like our very first attempt at at foreseeing the future has not has come complete, to pass yeah because as it turns really... out the dalai lama yeah, the uh, Dalai Lama said uh, did something not that chill earlier this year, and it has just come out. Yeah, is your no. phone buzzing? Yes, it is. Okay, the um, <laughs> wherever you keep it normally, it comes through. It's been coming through like pretty loudly in uh, in recordings lately. 
That's funny because it's literally on, not even on my desk. I keep it on top of a book on my nightstand, huh? Away from my desk, so I'm That's not really so sure. Weird. Yeah, yeah. It, normally it's it's. This is the first time I've ever noticed it. Um, but it was in the last one, like a yep. lot. Um, really? it's, it's pretty noticeable, like visually on the thing. So it's not the end of the world, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if there is somewhere else that you could keep it. Yeah, I'm gonna just go throw it on my bed in one second. We can just cut this. Yeah, yeah, we don't need this part in there. What if Sancho starts texting? If Sancho texts, it can stay in. What if what if Sancho? What if Sancho starts texting texting, me, or if he's on my phone texting my friends? What if he starts texting all your ex girlfriends and he's like, "I'm baby, I'm sorry, I I I love you." That would suck super bad. (laughs) Baby, take me back. I was wrong about all of it. Yeah, this is not Evan's cat, Sancho. I'm not into the poop stuff. <laughs> All yeah. that poop stuff, remember how that broke us up? Yeah, that was wrong about that. And it's really <laughs> just regular old hugs and kisses and normal stuff that I like. Yeah. Sincerely, Evan. <laughs> not the cat. This is not his <laughs> no, cat, by the way. Not Sancho. Because his cat is into poop stuff. And, yeah. And <laughs> in no yeah. way would try to sabotage him. Yeah, the only people here are into poop stuff are Evan and the dog. Not me, yeah. though. Not not the cat, which I'm not the cat. But I'm totally also not, not the cat. Wait, am I? I'm not the cat. We've established that I'm not the cat. <laughs> yeah. All right, now now I want all of that left in. We we saved it there. Oops, sorry. Wrong. I meant to send that to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so, um, uh, you know, now that we're, we're starting the episode, I do want to, um, as this is going to be like another quick hits episode, which I've been doing a lot lately, I do feel that uh, I would like to at least update the listeners on the current state of my multitude of projects. Uh, So right now, uh, I am just now finishing up a couple episodes that we will have on with a guest soon. Uh, That's probably going... It'll probably be two episodes. I'm just guessing when when we divide it up from the recording. But uh, I'm finishing up that research now, so that should be out in the next few weeks. Uh... We just have to nail down a recording date. Um, I am also beginning to work on episode five of my Ancient Mysteries series. Um, despite the fact that the first three did quite well up until recently, uh, fucking nobody listened to four, so <laughs> that one kind of bombed initially. But it's it's back up to now where where we expect our recordings to be. So that's good. It looks like it's been getting a lot of play lately. That's good. Uh, so I wanted to. Uh, I kind of wanted to get people to catch back up on that mm-hmm. before I dove back in, and uh, and because I love to bite off more than I can chew, I've also started getting together some reading material for a series that I will do this summer on a particular leader of the early French Revolution, um, which I think will uh, be part of a, a much broader series, but. And we are, oh, of course, talking about Pierre the Wonder Mime, who uh, <laughs> yeah. led yeah. the the early uh, mime renaissance in yeah. France. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, he was one of the a lot the, of uh, a lot of a lot of the mime, really so. best known mime tropes. Those are him, like the yeah. uh, invisible rope. That's Pierre. Yeah. Uh, the oops, I'm trapped in a box, but it's an it's an invisible box. Pierre, classic Pierre. Yeah, that's a classic pierre yeah um but yeah no and then he led the the militant mime uprising uh you know against uh against uh the directorate so yeah you know. of course the first uh frenchman to be executed by invisible guillotine <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was uh yeah uh, a very 
horrific. very sad day. <laughs> it yeah, was, it was horrific. Man, it, it, was was, fu- it was fucked. <laughs> it was really fucked. That thing just popped right off. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that, that will no, be... No one sta- saw it coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, the the silent gasps from the crowd were, yeah. uh, were you know, really just ha- almost, etched into everybody's memories. Almost more moving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, anyway, that that's kind of the state of what you can expect from my episodes going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so without uh, any further ado, let's get into some of the things I'd like to talk about today. Which, the first of which, actually just came through after I'd already come up with everything for this episode. Cam, would you believe that more hijinks have occurred uh, from the East Palestine spill in Ohio? I, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I, yeah. <laughs> I guess I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, poor Chasen is probably gonna have to go get two dogs from the pound tonight. Yeah, why <laughs> is that? Because yeah, because would you say Pete Buttigieg kills dogs? Yeah, is that yeah, the thing? Well, yeah. That's the only thing that brings him any. I'm not really sure happiness is the word, but it makes right. him feel something. He feels something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Bill Clinton had getting blowjobs from secretaries, and yeah, that's how he self-actualized. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg puts on high heels and steps on puppies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he, he definitely definitely puts them through the ringer um but anyway the high heels so... aren't because he's gay anybody can wear those <laughs> yeah i don't want yeah, anybody to read into that i could wear high for... heels anybody can yeah. wear high heels to step on puppies yeah they're it's there not a because gay they thing. do the it's most a, it's, it's, it's a separate be, they're thing. For, for the sharp point and they're the... just the best shoes for doing it they're it's the best shoes about... for for crushing skulls it's not about animals. more than that it's just the best shoes if that's what you'd like to do yeah I tried uh, anyway. doing it in Puma Super Ligas once, and it like took so long. Yeah, yeah, it was almost meaner than than the. Yeah, than right. The I, I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, a truck carrying toxic soil from East Palestine overturns in Columbiana County. Uh, so this like just happened at one p.m. today, uh, but you know, so when an event like this happens, you know. Up to a certain layer of soil is going to be contaminated, so mm-hmm. you usually have to like dredge up, I don't know, like one to three feet, something like that, or depending on the contaminant, and you just have to dredge all of that up and dispose of it uh, at some sort of um, destination facility. They're called TSDFs, uh, but <clears> this <throat> so would be a transportation disposal facility. Uh, but the so this truck was carrying toxic soil. It was forty thousand pounds of mm. this contaminated soil. Uh, from the derailment and it is driven it seems i don't know man maybe it shouldn't have i, I don't really want to be like ageist but the driver is 74 years old yeah. um and he was cited for operating a uh operating a vehicle without reasonable control um <laughs> for the crash That's not and good. uh yeah he uh crashed off the road and about half the, half the forty thousand pounds ended up uh well they they ended up in the ground there, so contaminating more twenty thousand pounds. Yeah, just that's like one of my soil. late night DoorDash McDonald's orders. Twenty yeah, twenty thousand pounds of contaminated soil. You know how please. many? You know how many fucking McDoubles that is? Yeah, how many nuggies? It's a lot, dude. How many fish fillets a guy can and if, get? And I'll tell you what: when you order that many chicken nuggets, nothing really gets you mad like when they don't send enough sweet and sour. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yep, anyway, so, that's gonna be another cleanup. That's uh, fucking awful. <laughs> it's just, like, of course that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? After all that, like, so, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, you know, once again, the EPA is saying it did not contaminate the waterways. Uh, right. I think it did that enough the first time. So, yeah. um, <laughs> right. I think if anything, they're just like, yeah, it did. it's <laughs> not, I mean, it's not any worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, listen, this is, yeah, this is nowhere near the level of contamination we already had, you know, yeah. uh, before. If anything, so. this soil might somehow clear things up a little bit. Oh, Yeah. Maybe yeah, no, the waterways, there's already been leaching into the waterways, folks. Don't got to worry about this one. Yeah. No. So, uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, just briefly. So, obviously, you saw the, the original Super Mario Brothers movie, right? The, the oh, yeah, old... many times. I really yeah. loved that movie as a kid. Yeah, it's great. Um, With Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Yep. And so, fucking I... Dennis Hopper. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. Like, legitimately and... awesome cast for them. <laughs> about some weird... Uh, you know, alternate dimension dinosaur yep. mafia living in a sewer. In the sewer, and there's yeah. like a like a fungus that's sentient. It's oh, it's it's the princess's father has become like looks like a spaghetti squash. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's an awesome movie. Yeah, yeah, it's great. The, um, the so, poster for that movie is one of the greatest. Yeah, theatrical yeah, I love that movie, and time. I've been meaning to rewatch it too. Like I watched it many times as a kid. Maybe we um, should do a Super Mario Brothers movie episode where we watch that, but not the, of the new, new one. one. <laughs> yeah, I actually I do want to see the new one. Like, yeah. but it looks like something you just want to get high as fuck and like, yeah, turn your brain. Well, dude, so it made fucking four hundred million dollars its yeah, opening weekend. It had a huge opening, biggest like, animated f- opening ever, right? Yeah, I mean, dude, probably one of the biggest ever, probably at least for like the non-Marvel category. But like, dude, four hundred million worldwide—that yeah. is a fucking huge. Like, that's it's, easily it's gonna getting pretty like middling reviews, but um, yeah, middling to poor, I guess is fair yeah. to say. But uh, anybody who's going to see that movie for any reason other than like they just want to see all the shit from the video games that they like on the big screen is an idiot. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, John Linguizamo has some takes about it, and. Uh, <laughs> So, now, I do want to specify that I agree with John Luguizamo about his major uh, gripe, which is about, you know, representation in Hollywood. Sure. um, And how often, like, minorities get played by non-minorities and things like that. Like, I definitely think that's a big problem. I think the most egregious one, which is just, like, hysterical when you listen to their, like, the reasoning behind it, was fucking, um, uh, did you see the... You know the so the new Star Trek series, the J.J. Abrams one, yeah. the second movie, Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah. Uh, did you you didn't see that? Did you? Uh, I may have. I definitely saw the first of his. Yeah, um, yeah, the first one was good. Into Darkness, I'm not sure. So Into Darkness has, in my opinion, one of the most insane castings in history. Yeah. So the main the 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 heavy in the movie, the the bad guy, uh, is named Khan Nunyan Singh. Yeah. Uh, he's supposed to be like a South Asian man. Like he's supposed to be uh, like a, a sheik, uh, or a Sikh, and um, uh, and even in the '60s, he was not played by a white guy. He was now, Ricardo Montalban, who like who's Mexican. Yeah, but, but he's for the white. '60s, yeah, for the '60s, that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, and also Ricardo door. Montalban looks fucking awesome as Khan. He was still shredded. Oh. He was like definitely in his fifties. And he oh, dude, like and he, he hammed it up. Like, oh. The Wrath of Khan is amazing. That's a great movie. Like, he hams it the fuck up in that yeah. movie. Yeah. It is such a good portrayal. And then, for fucking Star Trek Into Darkness, they cast Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Which has the added fucking... I, just, like, the fact that they got a British person to play 
Yeah. A South Asian person who, you know, the Brits committed a genocide (laughs) in South Asia back in like the 19th and early 20th centuries. Something like five to 10 million people died during, you know, the uh, the induced famines during the Rajasthan. And (laughs) they get like a British guy. Yeah. And then the reasoning was that um, that Roberto Orchi, uh, who is uh, one of the, the guys who you know did the movie, said that they didn't want, they felt weird about casting a minority as a villain or somebody of Middle Eastern descent or invoking Middle Eastern descent uh, because they didn't want to, like, villainize those peoples. And it's like, so wait, are you just saying that, like, minorities, their roles are halved from now on? Right, because now they can't play <laughs> like, bad guys? Yeah, so, so like, yeah, are you are you advocating for... Are you so like uh you're so not racist that you're advocating for like segregation? <laughs> Unbelievable. Like and like basically like every Asian actor in Star Trek history. Like I know um uh the guy who plays Harry King, Garrett Wong, mm-hmm. was like, Yeah, that casting was a mistake. Like he was pretty mad about it. I be- I believe um George Takei was mad about Garo Sulu. And that, you know, everybody was just like, Yeah, that was a really bad move on their part. It makes no sense. Um but anyway, so I will say that I agree with John Lucas almost take, but he was mad that they didn't have any uh, Latino or Latino, uh, any like Latino character play one of the Mario brothers in this movie, who are who are Italian. Yeah, <laughs> and he was saying like you know I know uh, Anya Taylor Joy is like Argentine, so she was uh, and she plays um, Princess Peach or Daisy, whichever one it was. I don't know. Um, oh, she's Peach, I think. Yeah, Peach. Yeah, and. Uh, but dude, his his uh, like his quotes about it, like dude, just like imagine like it sounds like, like just the the way he says it is like a Donald Trump quote. So what he says is uh, and this is from a Variety article on it. But he says, "I'm OG. A lot of people love the original." League was almost said when asked for his thoughts on the Chris Pratt starring new Mario movie. I did Comic Con in New York and in Baltimore, and everyone's like, "No, no, we love the old one, the original. They're not feeling the new one. I'm not bitter." It's unfortunate. <laughs> like, I, I'm just like, I was reading this, and I could just pick, picture, like, Donald Trump, MOG, a lot of people love the original. Like, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen... I did Comic-Con so, in New York and Baltimore. You know? All I can think of uh, now is the John Leguizamo um, starring vehicle. I'm trying to find the year of it. Give me one second here. Okay, so there's a... John Leguizamo was in a 1997... I guess comedy um, yeah. called The Pest. Have you ever seen this movie? No, I don't think and so. it's it's famous for uh, a scene towards the beginning where this character. I, I've never sat through this whole movie. It's one of the most aggressively unfunny things I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's like taking a shower and he's like singing, and at some point, like during his song, he like he farts. Here, I'm just going to show it to you, and then... All right, I'm ridiculous. Like a booger, I stick to this. Take away for this. On, stinky, dinky, ah, ah, ah. Do, stinky, dinky, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so he's, he's dressed up like... I don't know if you could tell. Yeah. I wanted it to be near the mic so you could hear. So he's dressed up like oh, a I vampire in his shower. Yeah. And he farts. And he goes... One stinky dinky ah ah ah, and then he farts again, and he goes two stinky dinky ah ah ah, and he's yeah, dancing dressed like a vampire in his own shower, referring to his own farts as stinky dinkies. Um, 
That's fucking doing, deranged. Yeah, it's crazy. So, fuck that guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, dude, he also said, um, so apparently speaking to IndieWire in November, Liguizamo said, the Super Mario Brothers movie is backwards for having two white ma- uh, white actors voice Mario and Luigi. And it's just, they're, they're supposed to be, like, Italians from Brooklyn. Yeah, they're, 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 they're white guys. Yeah. No, no, dude. I just like, yeah, like the, the, his quotes in this Variety article are so funny. They absolutely read with like Donald Trump cadence. It's yeah. fucking, his, it's hysterical. I'm not bitter. <laughs> just, I'm not, like, oh. Anyway. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, oh. man. Sounds good. Sure, buddy.
Alright, so. Anyway, I guess now that, like, we talked about earlier, I would really like to talk about this fucking Dalai Lama thing. Yeah. Um. So, for those that aren't aware, uh, the Dalai Lama just got into uh, some trouble. Because uh, he was... So, this I think this event happened in February. Mm-hmm. But he was doing some kind of event, and he had an Indian child on stage who asked for a hug. And then he uh, and then the Dalai Lama said, you know, ask for a kiss and kissed the kid on the lips and then mm-hmm. stuck his tongue out and asked the kid to suck on his tongue. Um, so I'm going to read here from the CNN article. Uh, this is by Menvina Suri, uh, Raya Mogul and Tenzin Darpo from CNN. It's called Dalai Lama Apologizes After Video Asking Child to Suck His Tongue Sparks Outcry. Uh, so the Dalai Lama has apologized after a video emerged showing the spiritual leader kissing a child on the lips and then asking him to, quote, suck my tongue at an event in northern India. In a yep. statement Monday, the office for the Dalai Lama said he, quote, wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world for the f- for the hurt his words may have caused, adding he, quote, regrets the incident. His holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras, the statement said. I feel like sexually molesting a child isn't teasing innocently. Yeah, that's not, it's not dope. I, all I can <laughs> say is this. If I was around any child and uh, and they like came to give me a hug and my reaction was anything other than like, oh yeah, sure, and then like moving on. Yeah. It's already like suspect, but you can't, you can't be like, how about a kiss instead? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like somebody's like, "Oh, like, can I have a hug?" Yeah, how about a smooch? <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, I mean, if it's like your niece or nephew or something like that, that's you know, different. Kid. But you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, this like, is like a random. This is kid. not his niece or nephew. Yeah, and then he's and then he's like, "Yeah, why don't you give my tongue a suck?" Yeah, why don't you fucking? Oh yeah, and he sticks his tongue out and starts putting it towards the kid's face. <laughs> the kid doesn't suck the tongue, at least from the video <laughs> I saw. It stopped before. <laughs> But, I mean, it's like, dude, like, I'm I'm sorry that you just sexually molested that child. Like, what the yeah, fuck are you talking about? That's odd. That's very <laughs> like, odd. Like, do you think that child was comfortable with that shit? Well, and so this touches on something that, like, I've always felt, you know, there's this, there's this odd tendency to really, like, like, evangelize. Not evangelize. What's the word I'm looking for? People, people put the Dalai Lama specifically on yeah. this really interesting pedestal. And well, I think, I think maybe I'm, maybe I'm preempting what you're going to say, but I feel like there's a lot of Orientalism from people in the West towards like, yeah, I do think know. so. There's, there's definitely this sort of air of like this sort of fetishization of like this yeah. sort of far, far East mystique. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. you get with a lot of things with, with Americans looking at native American culture, mm-hmm. whatever. There are lots of examples of it. Like yeah. a like a fetishization or or, or um, uh, it's weird. It's very odd, but yeah. What I think a lot of people don't realize, right? Because we have this sort of idea of like among the religions, like Buddhism is the 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 the, the truly good one. There's a lot of yeah, sort yeah. of you know secular Buddhists and sort of modern you know progressive Westerners who kind of lean on you know particular Buddhist ideology and imagery um, and and view that as somehow different from um, other organized religions or, or, or is somehow uh, exempt from the pitfalls that um, organized religions can lead to, right? One of which is, you know, if you've got a, a, a like a monastery full of dudes, like grown-ass dudes, and like yeah. one of the rules is like you can't get off, yeah. um, shit's going down there. 
a hundred, like just a hundred percent. I mean, of the time. and this is the problem with like, I mean, there's you see this in like basically every religion. Yeah, like there's a problem with this uh, of like child molestation and like. Orthodox Jewish communities in like New York Hasidic specifically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, obviously with the Catholic Church. Yeah. Uh, you know, there have been problems with that. I mean, this is, I mean, it's sort of a job that, you know, you get access to children in a way that is uh, yeah. seen as like, like you are uh, revered by a lot of your practitioners as something more than human a lot of the time or with some kind of, you know, spiritual power. And so it's uh it can be this isn't obviously everybody in it but it can be a job that attracts um predators right right and yeah. you know whatever it's not to say one way or the other I think that if you actually watch this video it could just be that the Dalai Lama is really old and demented it's not excusing <laughs> what he did right but you know the the argument like oh he's just like a weird old <clears throat> fucking guy saying who says weird shit like. Okay, maybe right. Let's 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 accept maybe that as like let's let's assume that that's the best case scenario and that's true. It's still unacceptable. It doesn't mean that he's like. It's an still institu- probably put that child in a position that. The child oh yeah, is it's, no, no, no. It's 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 unacceptable regardless, right? And I yeah. think that it deserves the attention that it's getting, and 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 he deserves to be condemned for it. But it it certainly opens the door to I hope uh, a further examination of. You know, there there has always been rampant child sexual abuse in um, cloistered Buddhist monastery communities, um, just like there are in Christian monastic communities. Uh-huh. Just like there are, any, you know, any time, like you said, you put these certain individuals in a position where they have this sort of unfettered access to children, to people that yeah. are, you know, in a position of um, weakness or 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 are in a position to be taken advantage of by you, um, and might revere you for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 you know, when you, when you brought this to my attention, next, I hadn't heard of this. I was at work all day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, at first it was like, oh, this sucks. But also it's like, well, yeah, fucking, you know, finally something like this is kind of getting some yeah. attention. Cause you know, anybody who has looked even slightly into this knows that like this shit goes on, you know, yeah, yeah. So just because they're Buddhist monks doesn't mean they're not still diddling kids. Like, yeah. Religion's weird, yeah. man. And the people that <laughs> practice it at this level, Probably pretty fucking weird too, you know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so I do want to read. So I mean, the, one of the craziest parts about this was that the Dalai Lama, like fucking, like released a goddamn like notes app apology about this shit. Yeah. So uh, here, let me try and find this. Um. Oh yeah, I saved it. You already read it. Well, yeah, yeah, but I, it's just like it's hysterical because like so. This dude, who's like one of the paramount, most powerful, like religious people on earth, he released quite literally like a notes app apology yeah. on Twitter for this. That read like, you know, what I mean, when you have like an athlete uh, who does, you know, is in some sort of trouble for like domestic right. abuse. I'm or so if you sorry have, like, for the hurt my actions have caused. I will try to do yeah. better. I will reach out to members of the blank community. In yeah, an or like to, some kind of media figure that said something racist or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and like, and it's just yeah, this like insane notes app apology, and uh, I'm it's it seems like uh, there's there's pretty big movement. You know, this was all over the news when I texted you earlier, like all over like all of the major news organizations. But um, you know, and like you said before, this isn't the only time recently that uh, there's been some uh, I don't know some questionable stuff going on with the Dalai Lama, and I am of course talking about. His connections to the Nexium cult. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, he yeah. did some like uh, 
Well, you'll you'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, for those who are unaware, I mean, I think I think a lot of people are aware of Nexium. The yeah, there was a, there was a big podcast. There was a big documentary. There were multiple yeah. big documentaries. Yeah. The big one being for HBO, The Vow, mm-hmm. um, which was good. Yeah, I haven't watched season two yet, but season one was very good. I didn't watch season two either. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, uh, let me, hold on one second. But yeah, so it not, so the Dalai Lama, uh, was, you know, he was tied to the Nexium cult. He accepted a million dollars from them, uh, in order to meet with them. And he, you know, he's photographed and this is a big thing where he met with the cult leader, Keith Ranieri and, uh, many members of the, the leadership of his cult and multi-level marketing scam. Um, and, you know, he accepted money from them. So, for those who don't know, Nexium was uh, a multi-level marketing scam, you know, about uh, something like uh, executive business solutions, all that kind of nebulous shit, uh, mm-hmm. where they, they get people to buy in and, you know, claim they're really going to help them with their yeah, like career. Different for some people, Colored they did. sashes, and then... Yeah, it was eventually like a, you end up getting branded and having to fuck Keith Raniere, because... Yeah, it was like, it was like the wish brand of uh, Scientology. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it was it actually started as like a like a direct yeah, knockoff, very right? Yeah. Yeah. He was um, like a Scientologist at one point. Yeah, and then uh and then at the heart of this multi-level marketing scam was a sex cult with some kind of like quasi Latin name. Uh it was like Dominus something obsequious. Yeah. Some stupid shit. But basically where he would like brand uh women at like the center of his cult uh with his initials and there was like a certain like basically like almost like a harem. That was also, like, controlled by other high-ranking women in the cult. Mm-hmm. And they all just had to have sex with Keith whenever they wanted. And, like, just for the record, like, Keith is, like, this little, like, manlet dude. He's, like, 5'4", five 5'5". Five five. Weird-looking guy with, like, this long ponytail. Like, he is a yeah, dorky-looking fuck. He's barely taller than Evan. Like, he's not Yeah, I mean, I'm 5'2", you know, so this he's, guy, you know, he had a couple inches on me. Yeah. <laughs> but not as good-looking, though. Yeah, like, no, you're, You no. are better-looking. Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. But he had this, you know, dorky fucking uh, little ponytail and shit. Yeah, His mustache and, was weak, dude. He didn't have a yeah, strong he was, mustache. Yeah, he was like not you. a mustachioed, uh, uh, a mustachioed Portuguese man. Like you guys will never you know. know, but Evan has a fucking great mustache. We've yeah. talked about it before. Yeah, it is quite, quite uh, black and full. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not quite as good as Justin Theroux's right now. I like my mustaches what? like I like my cups of coffee. Black and Black and full. hairy. <laughs> I was going to say full. Yeah. Hairy's but, uh, gross. Okay. Yeah, hairy for coffee is disgusting. But anyway, uh, so I uh, I would like to read from a couple things involving, you know, Keith Rainieri. Uh, so this is from a Guardian article from 2017. This is when this all came out. Yeah. Controversial monk and Dalai Lama aide replaced amid corruption accusations. Um, you know, and I would say it, uh, I think it might be uh, one of those situations where the guy was responsible, but also he took the brunt of the blame. Yeah. You know, as kind of like the figurehead. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna somebody's taking the fall for yeah. the, the Lama. Yeah. So, so this is Lama Tenzin Donden. Who is one of the uh, secretarial lamas of the yeah. Dalai Lama? Um, what does he do? But, mostly do those. Uh, mostly do the sand mandalas. Is that mostly what he's doing? I have no idea, bud. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about, though. Those are actually no, no. sick. How the how the monks will sit with like a little thing of colored sand and then like tap. Oh the yeah, stick yeah, and yeah, They yeah, make yeah, those yeah, sick, super that, intricate yeah. mandalas. And then like as soon as they're yeah. done, they just destroy them. 
Yeah, those are pretty fucking They're cool. Fucking no, I think this dude was fucking cult members mainly. <laughs> so um, yeah. So uh, this is from the article again. This is in 2017. Um, prominent Buddhists in North America are welcoming the apparent downfall of the Dalai Lama's self-styled personal emissary of peace, a Tibetan monk who befriended celebrities and billionaires, but has been accused of bullying, celebrity worship, and corruption. So this was Tenzin Don Den. He was the executive secretary with a temporary appointment following claims, which the trust has said they are investigating, that Don Den abused his position as a gatekeeper to the Buddhist leader. Uh, so uh, going for, yeah, uh, it is not known what the outcome of the trust investigation is or whether they have reached any conclusions. This is the Dalai Lama Trust. Uh, Don Den has vigorously denied the corruption accusation, which was made by a Seattle-based philanthropist. He has not publicly responded to the other allegations. How vigorously? If, what's that? How vigorously has he denied it? Vigorously, apparently. How vigorously would he be willing to deny it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, Chief. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to deny that a little more vigorously if you yeah. want me to. Uh... You are not. You are not protesting too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if permanent, his replacement by the trust would be a severe blow to Donden, who, from his base in, I've never known how is this pronounced. Is this La Jolla, near San Diego, California, or do you yeah, yeah, pronounce La Jolla. it? All right, cool. I didn't. I wasn't sure if it was like all those places in like Texas that yeah. you pronounce La Jolla. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. La no, Jolla. That's, that's La Jolla. Yeah. Uh, so built a network of wealthy supporters, including the eBay founder Pierre Omidyar and the Seagram heiress Sarah Bronfman. So you know, just you know, there's some alarms going off there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Guardian revealed last month that the 53-year-old had been suspended pending an investigation into allegations from a Seattle-based technology entrepreneur that Donden extracted unjustified payments from him between 05 and 08 in returns for setting up an event with the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama's personal secretary said the monk had been suspended pending a conclusion to the investigations. Hmm. Uh, so there were claims that, uh, you know, that he had been in sexual relationships, not just with Sarah Bronfman, but also Allison Mack, who, for anybody who's yeah. followed Nexium. Uh, here, I'm going to fucking send you a little she, picture here, bud. What show was she in? Oh, yeah. I don't know. She's in prison now yeah, for the Nexium shit. Here, dude. Look at this fucking picture. This is a picture of him. She was and... on the show Smallville. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here, click that link. Oh, and she's married to one of the other women from the, the cult now. Yeah, dude. Look at this. It's with uh, him with, uh, I don't know. Pretty intimate looking picture with him and Allison Matt. This is Donden? Yeah. And here's one. A terrible picture about him and Sarah Bronfman. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah. There are allegations that he was in a sexual relationship with both of them. Um, you know, this is alleged, I should say. But. Um, Donden. Yeah. These girls got Donden. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, he was pretty heavily tied into the Nexium cult. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, obviously there's pictures of Dalai Lama meeting Straya with Keith Raniere. Uh, mm. I don't think he quite endorsed them, but he did say a lot of good things about the cult. Um, and, yeah, so uh, at the very least, one of his, you know, lieutenants was pretty mixed in with the cult and was having sexual uh, relationships with multiple of the cult leaders, uh, the female cult leaders. Hell, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the Dalai Lama is a sicko. He's not beating the sicko allegations. No, no, he's <laughs> yeah. he's forever a sicko in our book. Yeah. 
not feeling it. And I've never, I've never got, I've never been into the like the weird amount of adoration that he gets. You know? Yeah. Like, no. Gets, I mean, dude, he was oh, like a feudal lord before in Tibet, like before. Yeah. Uh, you know the you know China took control, but. Yeah, it's it wasn't like it was some like. Oh, he's not a good guy, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, like, oh. He just wants his fucking his fucking domain back. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. His suzerainty was taken yeah. from him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wants his fucking slaves back. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get a message going to my 
All right, moving on now. <laughs> Harlan Crow is just a fan of history. Uh, so, did you hear about? I think usually you work a lot during the weekend, so I'm not sure if you did. But all the shit that came out about a uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and his, uh, you know, his benefactors. Uh, let's say interesting uh, memorabilia at his house. Uh, no, I know Clarence Thomas has long. He's had some some stuff. Yeah, well, right. so his benefactor and uh, you know Republican mega donor, uh, Harlan Crow, apparently has some interesting pieces at his house. So first of all, um, so this is from the New York Post article. Okay, the Republican billionaire who lavished luxury gifts on Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas collects historical artifacts. He says shed light on the 20th century's worst atrocities. Yeah, you know where this is going. Yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> Harlan Crow, the heir to a real estate fortune, has Nazi memorabilia, as well as a garden featuring the statues of some of the, quote, uh, this is from New York Post saying, that's the 20th century's worst dictators. Um, so uh, Crow74 has said that he collects the statues because he hates communism and fascism. Right. But his habit caused controversy in 2015 when he hosted a fundraiser fundraiser at his home on the eve of the Yom Kippur holiday. Nice. So, dude, so fucking... He's like, got a statue of Hitler in his garden? Yeah, he's got so much Nazi memorabilia. And so here's the thing. So he has a garden that he calls the Garden of Evil, which is just for um, where... Look, this is, again, from the New York Post. Uh, they got He has sculptures of Soviet revolutionary leader Vladimir Lenin, apparently three. Romanian dictator Nicolae Ceausescu, and Yugoslav dictator Josip Broz Tito. Tito rocks. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, Tito's cool. Uh, I T- think Tito, Ceaus- like, Tito is cool. <laughs> yeah, he is cool. Um, and yeah, he's one of the only people to ever bring peace to the fucking Balkans, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, 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 he kept he, them all. Cool I think with he's with the hi- benefit of hindsight, yeah. and I'm, and again, this is not to like whitewash like personal atrocities and shit because every dictator does those whether they get viewed as benevolent or otherwise right like augustus did so much bad shit but history smiles on him as a benevolent dictator right he did more good than bad i think i think tito is probably getting the 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 benevolent dictator treatment with the the hindsight of history i do yeah and again i you know maybe i wouldn't like him if i like lived in yugoslavia and my family got to i mean they loved him yeah a lot of people but that's the thing like most people loved him and he yeah he did a fucking lot of good shit yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do disagree with a lot of his policies, especially, like, the market socialist reforms towards the end of his uh, yeah. time there. Um, but, I mean, he's fine. I like him. Um, and, I mean, I think I think also a lot. there's a lot to say that a lot of those, like, Eastern Bloc countries and, like, you know, Soviet states, I mean, a lot of them got a lot worse after the fall, and some of them haven't even gotten back to, like, the standards of living that they were at, yeah. you know, 30 years ago. But yeah, Tito's cool. Uh, I think the Ceausescu one's just funny. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like I. I mean, there's some people that like Ceausescu, but you know, you don't really get any like Ceausescuins or something like that. Even yeah. like you'll get Hohens, but not even like Ceausescu. Right. Um. But yeah, he has apparently three of Lenin, uh, which is uh, you know, if he's ever want, wants to offload those uh, and anybody wants to pay for them for me, I'll take them. But, uh, yeah, he's got some to, like... You're hanging he ha- your coat up on one or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where he's, like, pointing, just put it onto his hand or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you know I love my Lenin. Uh, but he has, like, Mao and Stalin ones as well. But he calls these the Garden of e- uh, Evil. That is not where his Nazi memorabilia is. His Nazi memorabilia is at prominent places inside his house. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. 
I will just say, I don't... Oh, yeah, he has a signed copy of Mein Kampf. Um, and he has uh, works by artists Renoir and Monet, as well as signed original documents from his heroes, former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher and Winston Churchill, according to reports. And the Mein Kampf shit, uh, the Nazi shit, is with those ones. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> They're not honor. in the Garden of, of Evil. Yeah. And, I mean, Mein Kampf 2 is funny, because, like, like, generally speaking, like, his historically significant books signed by the author generally sell for an insane amount of money. Mein Kampf doesn't sell for that much. You know why? Because most people don't want a fucking signed book by Adolf Hitler. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's so bad that people are just like, yeah, that's not... Like, yeah, I, they, I they go that. for, like, 20000 or something like that, you know what I mean? Because it's generally a small group of yeah. people that are willing to buy that. Mostly Nazis. <laughs> you think Varg has one? Uh, I don't think Varg has $20,000 to spend on one. <laughs> he lives in, like, a van, dude. Yeah, down by the river. Yeah. <laughs> so. He's working on my frog. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the funniest fucking things you ever sent when you sent me that tweet where somebody yeah. was, like, um, asking for, like, uh, Euronymous's my frog stats. Yeah. <laughs> he was, like, he's a yeah. goblin warlord. <laughs> whatever, like, 4 HP and... <laughs> Yeah. Oh my fucking god. Yeah. Varg. But yes. Anyway, shout so, out to yeah. episode three, three of this show. Yeah. Dark Saga Varg Vikernus. Yep. Go back and listen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's got the signed Mind Kampf by Adolf Hitler. Uh, I mean, he's got fucking like, to, yeah, he's got, he's got the uh, Iron Eagle holding yeah. the Nazi. He's got like, I don't know, all these pieces with the eagles and the fucking swastikas. Um. Yeah, anyway, um, he also has a $19,000 Bible that belonged to abolitionist Frederick Douglass. Oh, that's um, cool. But these are the kinds of things he keeps inside of his house, right. uh, not in the Garden of Evil outside. I mean, dude, well, this is... Well, the Frederick Douglass Bible is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, can you imagine going to this dude's house and seeing all this shit? Like, I would just assume I'm going to be fed human meat if it was at a dinner party, you know? You have had that happen. Yeah, th- yeah. Every time I've gone to a house with Nazi memorabilia in the Garden of Evil, I've uh, I've ended up eating uh, some strange pork-tasting meat. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So this cop, is just cop a cop sirloin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cop sirloin. Yeah, I got. It, it was very nice. That's a nice butcher joke. It was very good. I did Thanks. like it. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So just another in yet yeah, another instance of. The sickos that rule us, um, not beating the allegations. No. <laughs> beating some. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and so I wanted to just talk here at the end of the episode, um, before we wrap up, about kind of like the uh, the state of AI technology in this country. And uh, did you ever watch Black Mirror? The show Black I've Mirror? I've seen I've seen a fair bit, yeah. Yeah. I didn't love the show. Um, there were some good there, episodes, I thought. Yeah, there was one episode that was about... Um, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, th- your loved ones after they die using like technology to recreate at least their voice and stuff yeah. like that. So here was a, a tweet uh, from user uh, Twitter user at ch heplo uh, who was on some kind of fucking sicko from uh, uh, the tech sector. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says start regularly recording your parents, elders, and loved ones. With enough transcript data, new voice synthesis, and video models, there is a 100% chance that they will live with you forever after leaving physical body. This should even be possible by end of year. And I, this is, like, just some unholy fucking shit. Like, yeah, I don't want that. 
No, I I mean like first of all, I mean okay. I love my parents, but I don't, yeah, I don't want that. That's just weird. That's like some weird coping thing. Yeah, and um, I don't know. This is just a, a something. You're we're not gonna gain immortality, guys. Like the thing is like taking a model of somebody's behavior and programming it into something does not mean that that person is still alive. That's not them. That is a different thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, like the, the spark in whatever person's brain that's there is not going to go inside of this thing. It's just a model creating them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to tie this in with some themes from the first season of Star Trek Picard. So if you haven't watched that yet and you're going to, heavy spoilers ahead. I'm assuming yeah, I'm you don't care. Gonna yeah. Spoil yeah. away. So at the end of the, it's one of the dumbest plot points ever in history that I've ever experienced. But at the end of the season, Picard dies. However, they then download his personality and memories into an android body, uh, which then they hysterically program to act and function exactly as an old man who's about 80 years old would and will have the same lifespan as a man of that age and has all of the health problems. So for no reason does he die and they do this. It's not, it, it serves no plot point. Like going forward, it's, they just make him still be an old man. It is like the dumbest thing. And this is from the same fucking idiots that did the Benedict Cumberbatch shit. So let's just, this is the mindset of these morons that we're talking about. Is J.J. Abrams involved with Picard? Not with Picard, but it's his like dumbass lieutenants. So oh. like Roberta Orchi, Damon Lindelof. Uh, uh, fucking who's I forget some of the other ones. They're all the guys who like work together on Lost. But does Bad Robot have, make Picard? Uh, I think Bad Robot's involved with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Paramount, so yeah. Paramount owns it. But I think there's some Bad Robot tie-in, maybe. Yeah. But like Roberto Orchi and Damon Lindelof, who are the guys who are in control of uh uh Star Trek right now for Paramount. Yeah. Those are like J.J. Abrams guys. You know, they're all kind of in one little circle of shit um star wars ruining star trek just i mean i'm fine with the star wars i don't give a shit about that but i mean some of the new trek's good but season one of picard is fucking dreadful Mm. and um but yeah and it's just like it's kind of the same thing it's like and then afterwards like all the fans for like star trek were like but that's not picard that's just an android that you gave his personality memories yeah and the guys were on the show like no no it's picard it's picard they downloaded his his stuff into there and it's like, no, that's not. That's like a different thing. Yeah. And I, I just see this shit as the same. It's like, just because you're taking like AI and programming it yeah. with who you like your fucking parents were or your loved ones and all that stuff, that's not going to be them afterwards, dude. Like, this is kind of like, I don't know, like sick fantasy. Yeah, dude. Just like of not like, having to feel a feeling. Yeah, of like life extension. It's like, yeah, but okay, when you die, if somebody takes, that's, that's not going to be your fucking stream of consciousness that goes into that. Yeah. And I don't know. It's, uh, I saw that today, and, like, all this AI shit is, like, it scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's, you know, we're gonna see it take over, like, job functions and shit like that. It's already happening to, like, reporters, you know, there's the chat GTP shit, uh, GPT shit, and, um, you know, there's all this AI that's getting, you know, I, I think there's gonna be AI lawyers down the road who can, like, oh, you know, yeah. write fucking, uh, you know, judgments or shit like that. Well, that would be a judge, but... Also, you know, do any kind of, like, clerical work or, you know, write statements, things like that. Yep. It's already happening with, like, reporting. I know it's been a thing in, like, sports reporting for a few years now yeah. where, like, game logs you can, or, you know, game recaps are written by, like, AIs. Yeah. Um, at least for certain publications. 
And, uh, you know, the, the scary thing is that, like, you know, we still exist in a system. What, I mean, like, I mean, what's going to happen as more and more jobs get fucking animated or get taken over by AI? Where's the going to be the push to, like, make it, like, what's going to happen? Like, I mean, people are going to have be, less jobs. I know, I know it's already involved in music, but, like, we're going to be listening to fully AI composed and, and, um, <laughs> the instrumentation is going to be performed by AI as well. In the, in yeah. The, you know, the, the but like these are jobs that people have. What's going to happen? Yeah. You know, is there are you know is there anything going on or, or there any sort of push to how are we going to keep people alive? Like you know, we live in a system where you need to fucking make money. Yeah. Through exploitation of your labor, but what if you can't get labor anymore? Is yeah. there going to be some well, way to take a, care of you? There's going to be a, a period of growing pains where there are there is going to be a large subset of the population that still just looks at you as like ugly and worthless because you're not work, working. Yeah. As lazy rather and worthless because Yeah, but like what happens if you're 45, 50 years old and the job that you've worked your entire life is it's now outsourced to a fucking machine? Yeah, and it's impossible to work there. Yeah. And now you can't get any, but then, like, what's going to, like, are you going to be taken care of for the fact, you know, is there going to be some government program to train you for a new job? Like, no, there's no movement for that. Yeah. No, it's it's horrible. It's super bleak. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super bleak. Yeah, man. But, yeah, I I don't know. So, I just saw that today. It makes me very sad to think about. It does, yeah. I mean, so... And I've talked to my dad about this, too. Like, my dad, you know, is, uh, you know, you know, you know my dad, but, like, he loves, like, the way technology is going mm-hmm. and all this cool new stuff. Uh, I think he, he's quite coy about Elon Musk these days, so I don't know, but I know, you know, a few years ago he was a big fan of his. But, like, you know, and I, like, I, it's funny, like, he, so he's, like, really, you know, he's always been big into sci-fi, and, like, I think he's kind of, like, an idealist in the way that maybe technology will, like, uh, uh, eventually... Um, elevate people and like alleviate them of things but me honestly the older i get the more of a fucking luddite i become where it's like i just see all of the way technology is going as like ways that are going to enslave us or entrap us it just starts to feel more and more like a net negative yeah i mean like obviously like you know what i mean like you know i use the internet a lot i use social media but in my mind like if i could yeah you're a very online guy right but if i could press a button and destroy the internet forever and it would never come back yeah i would fucking hit it in a second yeah because like i think i would i would do it in a moment of post not clarity though i would i would (laughs) i would get my last porno nut right before i did it like i i would need to do that because that yeah yeah, i'd be jones and hard yeah you're like hold on let me download as much porn as i can right now and then i'll delete it i'd give you a heads up too i'd let you i'd let you get some some hey you got an hour dude yeah right yeah get as much as you can it's just going yeah
the sword, you can ride some shit till I cut the fucking head off. You are funky. You got funky. What kind of funky? No, I mean, uh, like, I, I think in, it's quite clear that, you know, this has been a source of, I mean, it's a source of, like, immiseration. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, more and more being used. I mean, I, you know, it, the algorithms for these social media apps are intended to give you fucking brain damage. Yeah. Like, they're, they're there to, to uh, you know, alienate you from your fellow people, to get you addicted to them. And it is through this that, you know, I think we see, you know, a lot of things like... Um, Things like mass shootings, you know, I don't think it's that crazy that we see mass shootings and a lot of these people have heavy internet usage beforehand are like really keyed into very specific, minute uh, uh, internet subcultures, things like 4chan or 8chan. Mm -hmm. Like, I think these things are uh, the algorithms for these things are are there to to damage you like psychologically, mentally and alienate you from other people. And it's through this alienation and this immiseration that I find a lot of the wrong or a lot of things that are going bad in this world are coming from. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, so it it is, it's, uh, it's scary, (laughs) but you know, so when I see things like that, it's just like, how can you fucking think that's a good idea? What the fuck are you talking about? Creating AIs of your dead parents and shit. That's fucking psychotic, bro. Yeah. Yeah, we need a fucking butlerian jihad. Absolutely. <laughs> yep, the thinking the, machines must go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 wild shit, man. It's bleak yeah. stuff. Yep. Yeah, but anyway, so that's what I got for this episode. I Next like time, that. I promise to get back more more into the the history stuff of mine that you all know and love. I know you will. Yeah. Sometimes we all do. Uh, shit just takes time. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I just wanted to say before we go, thank you guys for listening to the last Mongols episode so much. I appreciate that. Both um, both so far have been fucking. Yeah, those have been popular, and that's cool bruisers. because that's like my favorite shit. So I was kind of nervous. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, you know, I mentioned that when I was doing those episodes, I waited so long to do them because I was like, well, if nobody wants to fucking listen to them, 
and then I'm just like stuck making like five episodes on this, and they're yeah, just yeah. like super unpopular. I'm gonna be totally deflated. Yeah, so well, I appreciate all two the have been interest those have garnered, and um, I will be back with another one of those soon. I don't, I don't know. We'll Evan and I need to problem. talk about what our release schedule is gonna be like, but yeah, my next episode will be one of those whenever that is. So cool. cool we'll cool. have that as well. Yep. Um, right. Yeah, man. Well, this was good. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of lot of weird shit to talk about. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, doing these episodes, I'm always worried, like, oh, man, am I going to get enough for, like, an episode? But it's like, dude, weird shit happens all day, every day. Yeah, nonstop. Like, so, like, I was adding shit, like, five minutes before we recorded, like, the fucking East Palestine shit. I just saw it, like, while I was waiting for you to, uh, your computer to boot up. So I just added that. But, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Well, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Again, uh, right now, we are having a great year. So, mm-hmm. uh, we're really seeing a, a lot of growth, which is awesome. And, uh, we just anticipate more. So, but we'd love to, uh, you know, if you guys could just keep, uh, spreading, uh, well, we spread by word of mouth. So if you can just keep letting people know about us, uh, we really appreciate that again. Uh, if you like the podcast, then you can rate and review it on Apple, uh, on Apple podcasts. Uh, you can rate it on Spotify and then also leave like a review that we get to, a. Uh, that we get to approve <laughs> if we like it, right? So I really yeah. like that that system. We'll, uh, we'll put bad ones up too. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll... Oh yeah, the one star we have exactly one one star on Apple. All the rest are like five star. And honestly, I think that one star rating it's not even like a review. That's my favorite because I feel like we've done something right. If we've gotten yeah. somebody so mad, they didn't they didn't write a review, right? We just have the one no. rating. It was just one star. Yeah. I love it. Um, I wonder but... who did it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure somebody just, like, it's probably some right-wing freak yeah. who, like, heard that, rah, like, just two leftists, and I, rah, 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 and just one star, yeah. you know, because we didn't suck. I mean, let's be, let's be real here, let's be real here, this is at least a three-star show. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. objectively, we put a lot of effort into it, it's three yeah. stars. And we're on, funny guys. guys. It's at least three stars. I, do I think it's five stars? Yes. I oh, yeah, I think it's five stars. deeply invested in it, and it oh. seems like a lot of you think that we're up there. Yeah. But, like, objectively, we're at least a three-star show. It's not a one-star yeah. show, guys, okay? Yeah. I've heard some one-star shows. This ain't it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard some before. It's just like, uh, done. Yeah. This That's is fucking trash. Was. I don't yeah. th- I listen to this show sometimes. Well, I yeah, have to. I have to. yeah. But yeah, I listen. I listen to most of our episodes back as well. Yeah, uh, and sometimes I chuckle. I'm like, "Ooh, that was a good one." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway. So uh, that, and then uh, again, we have our playlists on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of you guys have, uh, you know, you follow the um, the Lu Rippers one. That's all the songs that we use. We update it weekly for all the songs that we use in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the Lu series one. So for people that um, want to make it easier to listen to our specific series in order. We have that one, so you guys can, uh, you know, I've linked those on Twitter before, um, but uh, yeah, no, you can just search that and you should find it. And uh, those are, of course, on Spotify. Spotify, yeah, yeah only there right now. Yeah, we can't really do that on no, any other um, app, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that's the only app that's really conducive. That's that also is like a big podcast platform. It's yeah, yeah, it's the only one that kind of functions that way. Yep. All right. Well, uh, unless uh, you have anything else, I think that uh, wraps it up. Yep, sounds about right. We will talk to you all next time. All right. Bye.